Welcome to this very first ever bonus episode of Drunk Bible Study. So in this episode, basically what I wanted to do was go a little bit more in depth with some of our intros, as well as some of what we talked about in terms of how we want to go about reading the Bible and all of that. And, uh, you know, these are sections that ended up getting cut from the final episode, but I thought some of you might want to hear. So I decided to cut those together into this bonus episode here. I hope you enjoy it and uh, have fun listening to some of this behind the scenes outtake footage. Is it, I mean, is it like cheating on religion by, by, no, I mean, <laughs> on like a, your, your specific type by going like bouncing back and forth between like Lutheran and cheating? Nazarene and like all of these things. It's just funny to me that you're not like sticking with one. Well, you're, you're just going yeah. to all well, the okay. churches trying on a little thing. I think I think the first thing to specify is that that for the most part, all of those Protestant denominations still consider each other Christians, that it's not like trying a different religion. It's like I think you would you would have more of an issue kind of like in the book Life of Pi, where he's like going to temple and he's going to the mosque and he's going to Catholic mass. Then I think people in those. Yeah, that's like, whoa, you can't dip in all of those at once uh whereas different or catholicism yeah yeah like catholicism That's to protestantism that. that could be a little weird yeah um, but between protestant denominations there are definitely some who would view others as either too conservative or not really following god's mm-hmm. word mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, that's why I said for the most part, um, still would consider each other Christians, that it's not like you could go to a friend's church who's a different denomination and you'll still know pretty much how it goes. Maybe there's a few little wordings that are different, but it's pretty much the same. Right. right would you yeah. Would you agree with that I assessment? Agree. Even yeah. Even growing up with a relatively consistent experience, like my parents, my mom and my stepdad, they had friends who were, uh, you know, went to a Pentecostal church. And so maybe occasionally like, once in a blue moon, we would go to the Pentecostal church where they were. Um, and Pentecostals, they're very different. Definitely very different stylistically, <laughs> really? but it's not a sense of like, oh, there's some kind of betrayal because you've decided to go to a Pentecostal mm-hmm. service. Yeah. yeah okay. the, the thing that I do know, uh, my every time I would see my grandpa after I had moved out, like when I went to college and after college, his question would always be, you know, first of all, are you, have you found a church that you're going to? And then the second question would be, be or maybe not even a question but a concern is like i hope that they're a church that's actually teaching the real word of god mm. as in what does that mean well to him what that meant was fundamentalism one that's or? a little more fundamentalist mm. i don't think he would have ever used that word but uh the way i would describe it as more conservative that yeah. that you're not being too fast and loose with jesus dying for your sins and what and you have to do to okay. be saved yeah like and that exactly yeah, stuff like that that it's hoping i wasn't going to too liberally of a, a church, church. um but again that can vary even within a, a a particular denomination so for example like within the methodist church you can have very liberal pastors and churches or fairly conservative ones uh, and there actually was a split within the methodist church quite a while back now over some of those theological disputes, but even within those, there's still a range from more conservative to more liberal. For example, in college, I went to an American Baptist church where 
the pastor were a husband and wife and they had a daughter who was gay and they like conducted a, a sort of a ceremony for her and her long-term girlfriend and like very, very liberal church, even though it was a part of the Baptist hmm. umbrella, they were American Baptist, not Southern <laughs> Baptist. However, they were so far on that edge of it that toward the time I was graduating, they were actually in the middle of potentially being kicked out of the Baptist union. Hmm. So, so there was like some leeway within them, but also not yeah, in a yeah. way. Probably your grandfather would not have been okay with no, that. No, definitely not. not. But like, but given the timeline of what's going on here, guys, we're not going to get to Jesus like a, for a long couple of years. <laughs> like a long this time. Is, well, but it's important to have the buildup. It's important to like understand everything that happens. Before, that is the longest buildup. Yes, before yeah. Jesus enters the stage. You right, know, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So pursued by a bear. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. Good one. Good one. That's what winter's winter's tale or 12th. Right. It's winter's tale. Yeah. Okay. Winter's tale. Yes. Yes. Good okay. job. Um, Can I give uh, our disclaimer and then be done with it? Uh, sure. Disclaimer. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Just our disclaimer that we're here just to have some fun. Yes. Thank um, you for saying that. I was going to yes, add that. Too. We're not here to to lambast or to mock or anything like that. We are here just to have fun. Um, to educate ourselves, to get a sense of like what really is in this book that has affected so much of the world and so much of our own culture. And that's why we're drinking at the same time, because <laughs> we're here to have fun. And we hope that you have fun, too. Yeah. So I think my hope is that we can approach this as if we were approaching a podcast about reading Game of Thrones mm. or The Lord of the Rings or some other sort of. I would definitely want to be drunk for the epic yeah. story, right? Where, yeah. where we can look at this as a book, right? The Bible is often referred to as the greatest story ever told. And I want to see, like, is that the case? Like, <laughs> what is the, Do what all is, the reviews hold true? We will find they out. They say it's the greatest story ever told, but so few people have actually read the whole it's story. That's true. true. Much fewer than have read The Lord of the Rings, I would bet. Mm. Uh, oh, Really? Over the know. course, over the course of that. all of history, maybe mm, not. Okay, maybe not over all of history, but I would say Lord of the Rings only has like fifty years. So. But I would say since Lord of the Rings came out, I don't know. I've read all of the Lord of the Rings, but mm-hmm. I haven't read all of the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I feel like I'm somewhat you considered yourself Christian. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's that's kind of the structure for this. We're not shitting on religion. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is just for fun. But I do want to look at this like it's a book mm-hmm. and kind of talk about it as if it were a book. Mm-hmm. So in doing that. It's like you would talk about Game of Thrones while you're reading it. You're existing within the fiction of Game of Thrones, right? Like when you talk about the gods or dragons, it's just like they are real. That's the situation that these people live in. And I think it would help us to talk about the Bible in a similar way of just like we're going to talk about the Bible from the point of view of the people writing the Bible and the people in the Bible. As opposed to reading Game of Thrones and having a big debate about whether dragons actually exist or not. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That we're not going to debate about like whether God exists or not or what this is, but instead just look at the story itself and the characters itself. So I'm so excited. I really, the two of you know a lot about this already and i i truly don't i know the noah story i know <laughs> yeah, the jesus know at least that yes and jesus like is talked about four different times in four different books or something a lot more than that i don't know we'll get to, we'll, it. We'll get to it okay we'll get to it. yeah i and and moses parted some red seas and pharaohs went after jews and that's about it but maybe nailed, nailed like it yeah. yeah yeah good job okay so <laughs> 
yeah, all of those things happen. But but I'm really excited uh, because I if we're looking at this as a story, then I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be an epic one. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that you two haven't even read the whole thing, mm-hmm. we're all going to learn something here. So and then this last clip that I want to leave everyone with is this delightful outtake of Emily trying so hard to say the name of the album that our theme song is from after a very, very late night of recording. I hope you enjoy and see you next time. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their home of the the the. (laughs) I'm so sorry I can't talk anymore tonight. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the 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 the. I want to say the 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 the. <laughs> okay, one more time. Oh,